arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Well, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick with the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I'm here this morning with Amy Thill, who is the Marketing and Community Relations Director for Community Living Options. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. What is your favorite morning beverage? Um, right now, I've been drinking a lot of tea to kind of lower my need for caffeine. So there's a turmeric chai. Okay. Tea that I'm enjoying, had yes. a cup, yeah. Okay, yeah. so trying to get off the caffeine. Not off. Okay. <laughs> that's that's too big of a commitment, but to, <laughs> okay. to reduce my amount of caffeine intake. Okay, well, that's fair uh, and commendable. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so you are working for Community Living Options. I what, am. What is that? So uh, Community Living Options is an area... Uh, greater Kalamazoo area nonprofit. We've been around for greater than 35 years. We support adults with developmental disabilities and or mental illness on housing and supported living services. So we run some specialized residential homes where we provide 24-hour care. We do supported independent living sites where we provide care um, in the home or rental of an individual. And then we also offer a day program um, where we do day services. Okay. Yeah, let's talk a, a little bit more for that. So y- your service actually from an age range, what does that look like? Um, I think the youngest that we service is about 18. Okay. And then all the way up to um, 100, 101. Yeah, we don't have anybody that old right now. But, <laughs> okay. But, yeah. but really lifespan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We help transition through all the different parts of adult life. Sure. And um, you, you mentioned a couple of these programs. So the specialized residential homes, can you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so um, it's an area near and dear to our heart, um, really core to our mission, to support individuals where they're at, um, helping them on what their goals and their wants in life are to be as independent as possible. And how we do that is through a neighborhood type house that supports up to six individuals in the home at a time with 24-hour staffing. So it feels like home, it is home, but it's it's with a little more support to help with those daily skills. Sure, and there's nine of those. Yeah, so we have nine of our specialized residential homes, and then we have one home that is called Transitions for oh. a little bit more intensive behaviors that we help them work um, more directly on some uh, specialized skills to help grow them into a specialized residential setting. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. You also have uh, something called the Alcott Center. It's over there in Portage. Um, And that, I think, is the day programming. Yeah, the Elcott Center, which is not located on Elcott, not to confuse <laughs> anyone because I totally was confused when I started. It originally was on Elcott, okay. but it did move over to Mall Drive and Portage, a day program Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 2.30. And we support up to about 30 individuals on any given day on um, just socialization and volunteerism and arts and crafts and music and movement and nature exploration and all those fun pieces 
pieces that I think all of us enjoy. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about what maybe those arts and crafts look like? Yeah. So um, part of my work allows me to come on in and work with our individuals. So we've done some large art. We've done some messy art. Um, we've been able to do a couple pieces that have shown in, in the larger community. There was a piece that they had done um, for a show in Lansing. Mm -hmm. And then we actually did a piece as part of Move With Joy Studio had um, a show around the holidays about the gifts of art and Elcott Center. We had, I think, about 12 different participants created pieces, and it, yeah, it, it showed very, very well. Um, a, a big piece of the creative aspect at the Elcott Center is we have some music that comes in. So actually, the WMU School of Music Therapy, we have people come in and work with our our participants on that. I got to observe that yesterday, and that was pretty cool. Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. And it sounds like there's more than just arts and crafts activities or art activities, creative expression. Um, you mentioned volunteerism. What is that like? Yeah, so we have small groups that go out with a support staff or a couple support staff, and they volunteer in the community in areas that they really like. So we help with Meals on Wheels. Mm -hmm. We help with Kalamazoo and Bloom, um, the SPCA. St. Barnabas does a diaper drive, and we help to fulfill those orders as well. So cool. it's a really great way to give back um, and show that we are a part of many aspects in the community. Okay, and it talked about skill building as well. So what are the other aspects maybe of the, um, the day programming there? Yeah, so some of those soft skills that all of us work on <laughs> in our day-to-day -day interactions, patience, persistence, problem solving. Yes. So we really focus on those, um, how to communicate with one another, how to follow a schedule. Mm. Um, so all those areas for growth for all of us. Yes, every single one of us yeah. on this planet need yeah. all of that all the patience all the patience yeah. okay and then there's something called bronson house yeah bronson house is a newer offering we opened that up to um residents back oh over a year ago now so that's a home for senior living so it's got the same formula as our specialized residential homes we can support up to five individuals mm -hmm. in individual bedrooms in a neighborhood type home mm -hmm. with 24-hour care but that is unique to seniors so 65 and up um, with or without a diagnosis oh okay Okay. And I thought I saw as well that there were additional um, services maybe outside of that Bronson house for seniors in their own home. Is that right? Um, not in their own home, oh, okay. but we have extended our day programming uh, at gotcha. the Elcott Adult Learning Center to now support seniors on those same fun activities that we uh, do with gotcha. our other participants. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Is, that is great. And it's uh, something that I don't think uh, very many people in Kalamazoo know about until they need your services, yeah. but it's certainly um, a great organization. And I know you've been there about... Uh, feels like forever but yeah, um no it's two yeah, years? A year, okay, like a year. Thir 13 months, yeah a year like 13 months i think yeah and uh you interact with the arts council of greater kalamazoo as an artist i do yeah is this is this your hint that i have to renew my membership it might be it is okay all right <laughs> <laughs> um but i know you've shown in art hop yeah. uh and also done a lot of great work in the community as an artist Thank so you. can we talk just a little bit before we get to break here about you as an artist, what your medium is? Yeah, sure. Um, so a lot of my work can be seen, my recent work can be seen at OneWell 
or it has been seen um, at different months at Pop City Popcorn, and it's upcycle repurposed art. So Hmm. it's found paintings, and I add um, pop culture pieces to it. So I just completed a painting with Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko added to a very spring um, flowering tree scene. So um, it's fun, but I I love to just uh, give back to the community as well. So I've been known to paint eight-foot uh, tall Bigfoot painting. So if anybody needs an eight foot tall Bigfoot painting, oh. I'm always game. I'm always game. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And what's your background? I mean, how did you get into painting? Um, well, thankfully, I had a very supportive household. So my okay. mom was all about, you know, letting me paint. I have my first watercolor that's framed in my office at home. Um, but I do have formal education. So I had a fantastic art instructor in high school. And then I went to the College for Creative Studies in Detroit and Kendall College of Art and Design. Okay. So you too can paint like me if you have enough student debt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, we have to take a short break when when we get back. We're going to talk a little bit more um, with Amy Phil about community living options and the kind of the intersection of creative expression and uh, her work with CLO. We'll be right back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And we're back. You're listening to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick with the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And I'm in the studio this morning with Amy Thill, who is the Marketing and Community uh, Relations Director for Community Living Options. Been there about 13 months. Uh, As we talked before the break, Amy is an artist in her own right. And um, so the next part of what we're going to talk about is kind of where your day job meets your day job right? So (laughs) you're working with community living options, but you're also an artist. And so um, we talked a little bit about arts and crafts and some other things that are one of the ways that the community living options um, serves its residents and clients. But what um, this, this project that we're about to talk about, how did that come to be? So CLO, um, they are fantastic at supporting staff on their strengths. And in my work, um, 
part of my work is partnering with community members and outreach and and that awful word networking <laughs> um, and I also just have a love and passion for the arts and a love and passion for everyone having access to the arts um, with little or no experience people can create provided the right tools and provided um, the opportunity so I use the need to connect with um, different community partners, whether it be artists or nonprofit agencies or for-profit agencies, and to share about the importance of the work that we do and how um, unique and skilled the people that we serve are. And we developed this Signs of Peace project. Okay. Um, so the premise of that was that all of us in the community are connected and regardless of what our mission or our drive or our motivators are the basis is community and some sense of peace um, so that was our theme going into this project is what community and peace mean to an individual a nonprofit, or a for-profit agency okay and so what uh, the the project signs a piece. What did it actually involve? The then? meat of it, right? Yeah. 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 So um, as part of that that personal connection, we provided blank slates or mm -hmm. pieces of wood signs to um, individuals or agencies who wanted to participate with a very open idea of use this as your um, platform, as your um, canvas, and mm -hmm. create what community and peace mean to you and so the art ranges uh, widely some agencies or individuals did like a solo project some brought a whole team of, of players to it um, and it's just so incredible that every single piece is an art form mm -hmm. whether or not they have formal education in it at the same time I was going into our homes and I was going into our adult learning center and doing that same project okay. with our participants and residents and I changed the language a little bit in working with um, our clients just for um, understanding and connection. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily community or peace, but what makes you happy? Mm -hmm. What makes you smile? And again, I think one of my favorite ones was Jello. Jello, right? Jello. Everybody gets yes. happy over Jello. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cats and dogs too, mm -hmm. and family and friends and um, everything that does connect us as a community. So how many pieces did you end up with? Oh, I think there's 30, but we oh, kept wow. we kept extending it. So in my work with our residents and participants, we um, created little signs and medium signs and even tote bags to really push that message of connection and love and peace. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of work involved. And then we, we went bigger because everything has to be bigger at some point. So we ended up with three very large canvases oh, wow. um, that have that same premise to them. One is a giant peace sign. And then just to hit it up an extra notch, uh, we did an eight foot by four foot peace tree sign that we included for the holiday card walk for City of Portage. Oh, wow. And so those those big canvases were part of the residents were taking oh, part yeah. and putting things oh, on yeah, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm all about, you know, making mess with paint. You just control yeah. your mess. You put down, um, put down something to cover your surface and sure. yeah, get at it. And you had mentioned um, the, the the project has been seen a couple of times, maybe not this final project, but so so where did where have you been able to show signs of peace? 
Yeah, so um, the Washington Avenue Arts and Culture uh, Crawl, they were very welcoming to the yeah. idea. Um, and Jericho gave us an outdoor space to show it. Oh, cool. So we were able to show it there. That day started rainy. Um, it was in July, but it ended fantastic. And then we also showed through the Arts Council for the July Art Hop, and uh -huh. City Center gave us a space for that as well. So yeah, we've we've had a couple showings of it. Oh, and the uh, Portage Arts and um, Craft Market too. I guess we've shown three There's different three places. Times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is the this is the culmination exhibit, right? The final exhibition showing. Yeah. To pull all those pieces together that may not have been seen yet. Um, to also show off, we we were able to really grow the project with support from the Arts Fund of Greater Kalamazoo and the Arts Council, and um, sponsorship from the Kalamazoo Community Foundation. So that allowed us to have a custom mural done by Patrick Hirschberger. Oh, cool! Um, that's very inclusive and shows all the different activities we do at the Elcott Center, and then also some rebranding of the Elcott Center by Chafe Hensley of Weird. Wonderland. So we want to kind of be like, ooh, boom, look at this. Um, yeah. And yeah, have some some snacks, get people together. Mm -hmm. And then we're in the work um, uh, pulling together possibly uh, music uh, mm -hmm. piece too. So okay. yeah. Let's talk just for a minute about Arts Fund of uh, Kalamazoo County, that grant program that's through the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo and you took advantage of that to be able to pull the program together. Did you write the grant then? I did. Yeah, so talk to, yeah. can you tell us about your experience writing that grant? How easy, how hard? What was that experience? Um, first and foremost, I think when anybody says grant writing, it sounds terrifying, right. absolutely terrifying. Um, giving yourself enough time and space, um, it's definitely achievable for many, if not everyone. Uh, the Arts Council is great about uh, providing almost a workbook of sample documents on these are the pieces you would need in order to compose a grant. Um, Kristen, you're great about answering <laughs> emails. If I'm like, hey, here's a thought, would this yeah. fit into um, the criteria? So you can give some guidance for sure as well. And I'm also a big fan of, you know, just just do, just try. Try it. Worst yeah. thing you're gonna get is a no. And I know that deadline's coming up because I have another idea that yes. I'm gonna shoot at you guys. Yes. Yeah, another deadline. community art activity. Oh, so. well, good. Yeah. So yeah, so Arts Fund of Kalamazoo County that's uh, actually due um, same day as your uh, your final exhibition, so February fifteenth. Oh shoot! I can't put it off to the last no, minute. No, I can't put it oh, off to shoot. the last minute. But um, definitely some funds available there, especially for something like community living options, where you are um, definitely serving the uh, underserved and historically excluded communities yeah. within. So. Um, so that's great. So talk to me about what people might be able to expect when they come on Thursday, February 15th to the Alcott Center from 5 to 7. Yeah, we're very casual. I myself as, a, as an individual is casual. Our uh, space is casual. So it is very welcoming as it should be. Yeah. You're going to be greeted to that mural that I was saying that Patrick Hirschberger had um, created right at um, upon entering our building. Also, there's two large uh, window paintings that were part of the project that I helped support our participants on creating. Um, then you're gonna see those larger 
canvases and um, some music entertainment, some refreshments. And then there's going to be some small pieces that are available for purchase uh, with suggested donation. And then you're going to see about 30 different uh, pieces that are going to be mounted on stands on stakes uh, to show off those 30 partners, artists, nonprofits, and com uh, community members that created their own unique signs. So, oh, cool! Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping for a big crowd. Everybody is welcome, as it should be, and stay as little or as long as you want, <laughs> and just have a good time. Okay. How else? Uh, let's say that you come have a great time uh, seeing signs of peace at the Alcott Center, and people want to do more. What what else can folks do for the for the community living options? Yeah, fantastic question. So thank you for asking that. So we do accept donations, monetary and in kind donations. Mm -hmm. um, volunteers, we are wide open on the, the area of possibilities. So if you have a skill set that you love to share, mm -hmm. I'd love to have a conversation and okay. figure out if we have an area to plug in. Um, and then also uh, any opportunity to get our individuals out in the community and experience just life. So if you have a business where you want to treat them to a day out or whatever it may be, oh, cool. that's a good opportunity for our participants and residents. Okay. And some of that, some of those opportunities available on the website? Yeah, our donation page is available on the website. If you run into technical difficulties, I sometimes play that role too. So you can always Always email me or give me a call and I'll walk you through how you can support us. All right. So the website is www.communitylivingoptions.org. .org. Okay. And then we can always look you up online, give you a quick call. Absolutely. Are you over at the Alcott? Center, is that where your office is? Funny you should ask that. So our administrative office is over on Reed Street, ah, but okay. as of this week, I am moving over to the Elcott Center. We have uh, been fortunate to fill all of our recent employment needs, which means we're running out of office space. <laughs> um, so, That's great. So I get to move over to the Elcott Adult Learning Center, which is great too, because yeah. um, I really, I love to be in it and to work with our clients. So there will be more art in the future that's fantastic yeah. well we're out of time for this morning's episode i've been speaking with amy thill who's the marketing and community relations director for community living options talking about their final exhibition showing of signs of peace on february 15th from 5 to 7 p.m at the alcott center over on mall drive in portage thanks so much for coming and telling us all about community living options and the signs of peace thank you Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. February is Black History Month. African Americans have been an integral part of shaping the arts in America for centuries. From Augusta Savage to Kehinde Wiley, Louis Armstrong to Lizzo, and Langston Hughes to Susan Laurie Parks, the African American arts landscape is vast and diverse, poignant and beautiful. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages everyone to celebrate the accomplishments of African American artists who have influenced and inspired so much of America's art evolution. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.